Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. No, you're not. Are you ready for Fun Friday? No, there is no such thing. Rolling, bro. <laughs> Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 889 on July 22nd, 2022. 105 degrees on this day in 1934. I just don't know how they did it. 47 degrees in 1876. We're in the height of the swimming season, and I have this note from Francis. Mr. Mayor, with Aquaside coming to the rescue in the sale of a residential lot in a western Twin City suburb, a new challenge now exists. As the keeper of common sense, do I tell the new homeowners near me that their pond duckweed could be eliminated with an application of Aquaside, or should I just not get involved? Loyal listener, Francis of Roseville. Well, you sure as hell should get involved. Yeah. Tell them about Aquaside. That's right. Hey, hey peeps, neighbors, new neighbors, no, I've been no, using no, Aquaside. It's no. the best. Cho, cho. No, it's Hey Dummy. Hey Come Dummy. Here. Right. Call yeah. Aquaside. It's a White Bear Lake company. They've been taking care of duckweed and algae and crud for more than 60 years, keeping beachfronts free of weeds and algae. Their products are safe. They're easy to use. They work quickly. They're registered with the EPA and DNR. Uh yeah, tell your neighbors. There's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond or your duckweed area or whatever you got out there in the western T.C. suburbs. Call Aquaside today. Tell them what you're talking about. They'll identify it. They'll get you the right products. They make sure your place will look great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or please go to Aquaside.com. And now... From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. It's a lovely day. It's a lovely day, but again, I happen to like this type of weather because with age comes a detest, detesting of winter. Thanks, so Bill I, Weathers. I can't, uh, I can't complain. I love this. Are you a Bill Weathers guy, by the way? Not necessarily. Hmm. You uh, sent me a note uh, with I detected some urgency, Reavers, that you really wished we would play this on the air today, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a. Uh, it's a, a Veritas. Uh, Project Veritas. Project Veritas. What's that guy's name? O'Keefe? He likes to get people behind the scenes and uncover preposterous hypocrisies and whatnot. Much of it's been fun, and and uh, I, I enjoy much of it. Uh, and his latest uh, that you uh, sent me is a CNN employee on a date with a gal, and they're at a coffee shop, and he's telling her how CNN uh, specifically was out to get Trump. Their get, formula, basically, for their, coverage. Their correct. formula was to get Trump out of office and that their current formula is to really play up climate change. Well, as I began to look into this, uh, one, I don't know when 
when this conversation between uh, the fellow's name is Charlie Chester. He's a CNN technical director. It's the kind of thing other shows would have played instantly without any merit or without any checking, right? They mm-hmm. would just say, look what CNN... We've already established that most reasonable people know that CNN is not to be trusted, right? So along comes Project Veritas, and apparently they were able to uh, insert this female into the, uh, into the dynamic there and have a, a Tinder date with this Charlie Chester, uh, and he likes to gab, and he was telling her about Trump and climate change. But, A, I don't know when this was. Uh, several commenters have pointed out on this video that this has been around since about April of 2021. Right. And and why why is it just coming to fruition now? That's what I can't understand, because someone published this yesterday. Excuse me, uh, July 20th, so two days ago. CNN is useful in the event of, God forbid, a large explosion somewhere or a fire, uh, wherever they can install cameras and let reader, uh, let viewers draw their own conclusions about what they're watching. For, to rely on them for, for news is silly. You're wasting yeah. your time. Yeah. And, and I would say that about Fox in many cases, too. You're just wasting your time. You've got, we've been through these lessons in the University of Garage Logic. You've really got to be careful how you pick and choose your news sources. And then you have to verify them and work them up against other sources to make sure you know what's going on. And so I don't feel any need to play this. It's a guy mouthing off to a gal. I'm sure he's hoping to impress her in some mm-hmm. way. And he's explaining to her uh, his version of how CNN works and uh it's important to note that he has no uh he has no editorial say not that his editorial say would be any different he did name than anybody that, else who works for the place he did however name people that are decision makers in this process right zucker for example Correct. who i don't even think is the head of it anymore Didn't but again this guy? was a couple years ago there's a hundred percent yeah it's a couple this is april of 21 so so suffice it to say oh, that uh there's, a, there's Twitter out there with some moron babbling about how CNN will now focus on climate change and so, show you disasters and heat waves and whatnot. The hell with them. Well, it's, it's not important. Here's what I will it's do. It's not important. I'll link it if people do want to see it, you know, that, that are listening to this saying, nah, well, I do want to hear it. I wouldn't even don't, do that. Don't. If somebody wants to hear it, let them go find it. So anyway. What obligation do we have to put you, the wet carpet yeah, down Chris, in the puddle? Yeah, when you Chris. watched this two-minute clip, because I'm assuming that both of you watched it, right, Kenny? I heard you. You guys both, when you watched this <laughs> clip, was any of it not believable? Because I believe every I, word of I it. i got to be honest with you. I lasted about 10 seconds at, at the okay. most, and I thought, this dumb kid, click. Yeah, I didn't. I, it didn't okay. ruffle my feathers. All right. Okay. Uh, you know, we've we've been down this road so many times with trying to figure out how we cover things. <laughs> Meanwhile, you two call I did, the Star uh, Tribune the propaganda page. Well, we're having fun. <laughs> you know, uh, I did, however, tweet a very realistic video about 30 minutes ago on my uh, traffic account, Chris, that I think uh, you two and GLers will find delightful. It was right. a retweet right. uh, from right uh, Megan, who I quoted yesterday whose dad was a GLer, and she uh, uh, thinks that we're ridiculous old men, but she enjoys the show anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you find it? It's uh, a guy talking about which lane oh. people should be driving in. Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, I have not seen that. Okay. So yeah, it, it's it's to... good. We'll preview it during the uh, break. And, okay. Uh, 
you'll agree that it's worth airing. Beautiful. Well, we'll we'll make that determination. No, no. Well, we'll. we'll, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Hi, Joe. I'd like to talk about crime for a moment. Not that we have not previously. Right. But I noted that uh, the CEO of Starbucks, a noted woke lefty, uh, Schultz is his name, isn't it? Uh, isn't his name Schultz? Howard Schultz. Yeah, okay. he's the CEO of of Starbucks, and he's turned it into a, a, a well, he's turned himself into a billionaire. And he, I drove by their headquarters a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, on Seattle. Mm-hmm. Is it a large campus? I'll say. Is it? So is T T Mobile is also out that way. Well, he's citing safety concerns. <gasps> you don't tell me. <laughs> he's closing sixteen real uh, retail locations, all of them profitable nationwide before the end of this month and there's a theme with those closures and we have a video (laughs) there is a video of an alleged internal company meeting where now interim ceo howard schultz could be heard criticizing officials at the local state and federal levels for failing to fight crime when he's absolutely correct he's just late to the party and he's also a hypocrite right it has shocked me that one of the primary concerns that our retail partner retail partners have is their own personal safety Schultz can be heard saying, America has become unsafe. Well, of course it has. It absolutely has. Because of the people in Seattle, in Portland, in Minneapolis, in St. Paul, in Chicago, in L.A., in San Francisco, in New York. Uh, In the video, Schultz can be heard discussing staff concerns related to issues around mental illness, homelessness, and crime, which he said were the catalysts for Starbucks store closures. Specifically, Schultz pointed to their concerns over ongoing drug use in store bathrooms. The store closures have come a little over six months after the first Starbucks employees formally voted to unionize. Several other stores around the U.S. followed in their footsteps during subsequent months. Schultz sent a memo to employees this week before news of the store closures broke. In the memo, Schultz promised to radically improve his employees' work experience. Schultz was named interim CEO in April after stepping away from his duties, leading the chain. Uh, Previously, he spent decades running the company. And now they're laying the foundation for the next Starbucks. Okay. Uh, Starbucks confirmed to, what site am I on? Uh, L.A., uh, a Los Angeles site. Starbucks confirmed the national desk that 16 high-incident stores across the country were shuttering and said the company will continue to work with partners to help address the challenges communities are facing. The challenges communities are facing, Howard, uh, is the election of the wrong people. And we're seeing it everywhere you get to the closest to the country's tallest buildings. Do you recall uh, this horrible uh, loss of the six-year-old uh, crashed into by a fellow named Hakeem Muhammad who was fleeing police yeah. mm-hmm. because they wanted him on a murder warrant. Right. right. And a little six-year-old Died. was killed when he hit their minivan. Uh, this is from Carol Levin. Uh, a Minneapolis man is facing multiple charges in connection with a crash that resulted in the death of a six-year-old girl and injuries to four others. This was last week in Brooklyn Center. 28-year-old Hakeem uh, Wahid Muhammad is charged in Hennepin County with one felony count each of fleeing a police officer 
resulting in death, criminal vehicular homicide, and according to the criminal complaint filed Tuesday, Muhammad had been charged with second-degree murder only four days prior to the crash for his alleged involvement in a fatal shooting in Minneapolis. What was he doing out of jail? Right. He should have been behind bars. There's your story. We have no prosecute. We are not prosecuting with vigor. And how do these DA, how do they not understand this? The most recent charges were handed down after authorities say Muhammad was involved in a two-vehicle crash on July 15. Prosecutors allege Muhammad crashed his vehicle into another during a police pursuit, causing the death of a six-year-old child. According to the Brooklyn Center Police Department, four others were injured, including a 15-year-old girl who remained in the hospital as of Tuesday of this week. The complaint says the teen suffered a traumatic brain injury, internal bleeding, uh, bleeding, bleeding, and bruising to her liver. Court documents say officers were tipped off to Muhammad's whereabouts around 4.20 p.m. Friday relating to an active warrant for his arrest in connection with the fatal shooting days earlier. The complaint says after the officers located Muhammad in a vehicle in Brooklyn Center, they demanded he exit, but instead Muhammad led officers in a pursuit. Prosecutors say officers followed Muhammad as he blew through intersections and stop signs and at times going more than twice the legal limit. Police allege Muhammad was going approximately 94 miles an hour. As he approached the four-way intersection at 53rd Avenue and Humboldt Avenue North and Brooklyn Center, a complaint goes on to say the squad camera footage shows a Ford Edge stop at the intersection before the crash and proceed through the intersection with the right-of-way without stopping. For the posted sign, a prosecutor say Muhammad crashed the vehicle into the Ford Escape, causing, causing that death. Uh, officers at the scene rendered aid to the five occupants of the vehicle uh, an adult driver and four children. Muhammad was removed from his vehicle following the crash and taken to a hospital with a broken leg. He was subsequently arrested and taken into custody where he remains. Uh, he had a court appearance this Wednesday. He shouldn't have been out. I'm surprised he's still there. The six-year-old girl's alive today if this idiot had been in jail. Mm-hmm. I'll, this is the one where we talked about um, his defense is going to be he was being chased or right. his supporters Kenny, in the protest because he was being chased. That was the headline. Uh, girl dies as uh, as a result, as a result of, police, of a police, police chase. chase. Right. What, are, what are we right. doing I here? hope her parents, uh, who are grieving mightily, I hope her parents have it within their hearts to understand that this was entirely the fault of a guy wanted for murder who should not have been free. Yeah. And I didn't read the story. Uh, did were the police still chasing him as he uh, crashed, or had they called it off? A lot of times they call it off when it gets really dangerous. That has the, not been made clear to me, and because it isn't reported, I hate to indict the news gathering institutions. Because that isn't reported, I'm beginning to think that the police had stopped their pursuit. In other words, yeah, yeah. the 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 media is in concert with the uh, woke to uh, condemn police. Well, what I hear all the time on the scanner is when it gets onto city streets like that, they discontinue the chase. And and the thugs know that. And they follow at a safe speed, but the thugs keep their foot down and and, and invariably uh, the police end up coming up on the crash. I'm willing to suspect that was the case here. Uh, Let me repeat the most important sentence in this piece. 
The most recent charges were handed down after authorities say Muhammad was involved in a two-vehicle crash on July 15. Prosecutors allege, wait a minute, I'm sorry, here's the most important paragraph I wanted to read. According to the criminal complaint filed this week, Muhammad had also been charged with a second-degree murder four days prior to the crash for his alleged involvement in a fatal shooting in Minneapolis. You did read that, Joe. No, I'm repeating it. I want okay. to repeat it. Right, yeah. Or as Joe Biden would say, repeat the line. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And yell it. I have something on that, by the way, today that's very interesting. Before you move on. I'm not ready to move on. I know. Uh, just to go along with your theme here. A man who allegedly attacked Representative Lee Zeldin. Stop. That's my next story. My God. I know what I'm doing. No, no, I know, no. I, I know how to lay out a show. I said I wanted to talk about crime. I got some incidents here. I'm sorry. Here's GL. This is a GLers. This is a little insight. Peel behind As the curtain. Producers, huh. we've always tried to give him material. I don't want your material. Trying to help him, just randomly rip out stories and find stuff on the Did internet. Did you see this by chance? We, and sometimes it takes us up to two, three hours of prep, and we hand it to him, <laughs> yeah. and he just goes crazy and rips us. Yeah. I, mean, I, I got enough rip, material, and I don't then he. Rip you. And then he gets on the air and he burns through all of his material in the first 10 no, minutes. No, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Joe. Well, Actually, just the days that he has to write, that's when he rips through uh, let's, 10 let's, stories in five let's minutes. Let's just rest this moment with the idea that, of course, that fellow should have been in jail. And yes, you were correct to note the story of a guy named Lee Zeldin. Oh, I hadn't heard this story. That was going to be my next example. See, now, thank you, Joe. That was awesome. Yeah. That was What perfect. a great segue, Joe. Love working with you, man. Well, he's a Republican congressman, a real pro-Trumper, which may, may have something to do with this story. He's campaigning for, uh, uh, what's he campaigning for? Reavers, as long as you're so smart and know all about well, this. Well, I'm assuming he's running for re-election. <laughs> he's uh, running... Uh, I don't know if he's running for a, a Senate seat or a House seat, but he, he's already a congressman from New York. Anyway, he's running in upstate New York, and a guy approaches the stage, comes up on stage, and attempts to stab him. Jeez. And his weapon was a very odd weapon. It was described as a knife. It's, it wasn't a knife. Oh. It was picture, uh, picture brass knuckles, yeah. Yeah. which you can put through your fingers, can't you? Oh, right, and it's got a little uh, it's a got shiv two, on it. It's got points on it. Yeah, it's a, is there a Jap? It's not a Japanese weapon that I'm aware of, like a Morning Star. Okay, there uh, is no steel like Japanese steel. Well, in any event, the guy tried to stab this uh, candidate named Lee Zeldin, Republican New York, and then Zeldin, who was fine, said, "I predict." As they're hauling the guy away, he said, "I predict he's back on the street." The guy was charged with a felony. He was released within hours. Well. Welcome to America. See, we just, that's New York, uh, which is worse than here. Yep. And here's pretty bad. The suspect was David G. Uh, Jacobonis, 43, of Fairport, New York. He was charged with attempted assault in the second degree. He was arraigned in Parrington Town Court and released on his own recognizance uh, hours later. Zeldin is a Republican, I'm sorry, he's the Republican candidate for governor in New York. He predicted the attacker would be released. So, and he was. Oh, oh. Right. Representative Lee Zeldin. Oh, that's a cut line. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. He had, by the way, he did tweet about this incident. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, thankfully uh, people reacted, whatever. The comments below, 
you guys. Well, thank God you didn't have a gun since you want everybody to have a gun. Oh. I'm thinking, where? what? Well, the presumption is he was attacked by a leftist. That's only a presumption. Right. Actually, it's not even a presumption. It's an assumption. Yes. Presumption is when you pretty much know for sure. Assumption is when you don't. You're making but, a guess. But, they, but things okay. are pointing that way. All right. Thank you, uh, Professor Mansplain. Well, he fell out of the airplane at 30,000 feet. He is presumed dead. He's not assumed dead. Who? D.B. Cooper? Yeah. Huh? There's one place you don't have to worry about this. Where should I go, Joe? Giants Ridge. Thank you. Where it's quiet, green, blue. Lush? You know why lakes are blue? Because the sky reflects off the water. Thank you. And there's Again, water professor, to be seen. Mansplainer, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> you're going to escape the noise of the rest of the world up north at Giants Ridge. One tank up and one tank bet back. Home to the legend in the quarry, two of the greatest values in Minnesota golf. And you still have plenty of time now through August 29 to play that 37-hole special, The Legend and the Quarry, with lunch on them at the Wakuda Grill, where you can kick back and enjoy one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. See this for yourself on the 3D course flyovers of The Legend and the Quarry at GiantsRidge.com. And if you are thinking of it as a family vacation destination, yeah, there's nearby water recreation, hiking, biking, the newest and largest lift-served mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining and lodging and more. Book your tee times and golfers from all over the country make this a destination uh, must-play couple of courses. Uh, book your tee times online at GiantsRidge.com or by calling Giants Ridge at 218-865-8030. Brainerd International, Patrick, what do you got? Holy cow, uh, there will be, the motorbikes are back. The big super bikes are back. One weekend of pure adrenaline. Moto America is coming to Brainerd International Raceway with five classes, 120 riders, 90 different super bike races, and 190 miles an hour like this. Wow. I got my hand going like yes, this. Yes, it's upside it. down. Join BIR and Motor America for three days of heart-pumping entertainment, July 28th, and it goes through the 30th. That's 31st. That's four days. I got news for them whoever wrote this copy. Quid's Kids 12 and under get in free. Start planning your summer visit now. BIRMN.com for camping and ticket information. They're expecting a huge crowd. I told you why last week. Canadians. The Canadian border is open. They love bike racing. When they've had it in the past, they had big Canadian turnout. So it should be uh, wild and wild and woolly, as we used to say in Fulda, Minnesota. July 28, 31. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, go to uh, BIRMN.com. Bring. <laughs> You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Uh, Pull off the freeway when you're on 94 in Monticello. Stroll into Moon Motorsports. It's worth the visit. See for yourself why we keep saying they uh, have the most exciting showroom in the entire region. It's not just a showroom. It is a cathedral. You know what they should have? They should have... um, uh, Who's that jackass? uh, Van Gogh? Paint something on the ceiling. (laughs) 
that's how awesome this place is. I, I'd put some kind of uh, fresco on the ceiling. That's how awesome Moon Motorsports is. Ten major manufacturers. Did I just call him a jackass? Pretty sure you did, Ken. <laughs> well, I, that didn't come from the heart. That just slipped out. Ten major manufacturing brands, full parts, apparel, service departments, something for everyone. And check it out at moonmotorsports.com. And then I guarantee you, you're pulling off the freeway. You're going to make a special trip. And uh, this show coming up, I'm really excited. Oh, before I get to the show, I want to mention these triumphs because i am a triumph nerd a couple of their new models pretty exciting the new tiger 1200 the speed triple 1200 rr uh they're in stock and arriving moon motorsports now this is this is the goal of my conversation here today this show and swap meet coming up on August 6th, Saturday, August 6th. It's the annual Vintage Heritage Motorcycle Show dedicated to both the vintage bikes and the newer bikes with the retro uh, styling. The featured collection this year, a guy named Ray Mitzel, uh, uh, Lee Ray Mitzel, I'm sorry, and uh, he's got one heck of a collection, August 6th. Everyone is invited. And the Vintage Japanese Motorcycle Club of Minnesota. I'm going to tell you right now, bring a trailer, bring a wagon, because it's a big old swap meet. Bring a lots and lots of cash. Nothing better than the swap meet. Uh, they are Moon Motorsports. There they are, south side of 94 in Monticello and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. You'll recall that giving a speech about some abortion matters, uh, Joe Biden uh, committed a gaffe yep. when he said, repeat the line. Uh, could you play that, please, I to set this up, what I have can. for you? It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Okay. Victor Davis Hansen, whom I've recommended to you are a big fan. Yeah. recently pointed out how even self-appointed fact-checkers have been corrupted by liberal bias. He referred to an article from factcheck.org that lied about the recent video where Biden appeared to be a 78-year-old Ron Burgundy, reading even the stage directions off the teleprompter. This video was played unedited on the GL podcast last week, and we all heard Biden read the stage direction, repeat the line. But factcheck.org claims he never said that. They claim he said, let me repeat the line. This absurd claim is not based on the actual video, but rather on an Orwellian transcript from the White House, where his actual words were changed after the fact. Apparently, transcripts no longer have to be truthful. It's from Timbuktu. So the so-called fact-checkers never actually checked the facts, but simply parroted the official line from a doctored White House transcript. It is not the job of journalists to be PR flacks for the White House. Well, that horse huh? left the yeah, barn. Yeah, I was going to say. Since real, when? real journalists question authority and investigate what they are given. Fake journalists like the ones on factcheck.org simply run for cover for the White House. Simply run cover for the White House. And here's a piece from the Federalist. The Facebook-funded censors at factcheck.org are lying about President Joe Biden's verbal slip and the White House attempt to cover it up. Despite footage and audio clearly showing the gaff-prone president saying, end of quote, repeat the line in an abortion speech last week, the fake fact-checkers claim that social media posts misleadingly edit and misrepresent Biden remarks from teleprompter. Joe Biden accidentally reads the part of the teleprompter that says repeat the line. Well, that's a, that's a Isn't it fun, Such, when liars 
<laughs> call yeah. other people liars. <laughs> the author of this particular fact check took issue with some social media users, including Elon Musk, insinua- insinuating that Biden is becoming senile and falsely claiming that he mistakenly read the cues off the teleprompter. Their source for this fact? An official White House transcript that added two words Biden never said. End of quote. Let me repeat the line. He never said let me. Yeah. We just heard it. The corrupt censors also cited a direct statement from White House Assistant Press Secretary Amelie Simmons, who last week tried to gaslight Twitter into believing Biden wasn't reading cues directly from the teleprompter, despite clear video evidence that Biden never said, let me. Simons claimed Biden wanted to emphasize that American women should let their voices be heard in order to reclaim our rights and that the president often uses similar phrases about repetition for emphasis. Factcheck.org took her word for it and said, this is just another example of Biden being falsely accused of having issues while using a teleprompter. Let me stop right there. If, in fact, Biden wished to emphasize women's rights, why did they have to lie about it? Why didn't they just say, he just said, repeat the line, meaning he's in favor of these. Let me repeat that. Repeat. Do it again. Do it again. again. I'm I'm stumbling over what I'm trying to say. That's okay. We got to get you a teleprompter. Mm -hmm. All right. You ready? Here we go. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. All right. I guess I, I've just I've just contradicted myself. Uh-huh. If oh. he if he meant that as women vote and they have a say in this and that's terribly important, repeat the line, then he should have repeated the line. That's the part that's missing. But he also says, end of quote. Right. But what the White House is claiming is that he he did that to emphasize that American women should let their voices be heard. No, no. If he did that, he would have repeated the line, is what I'm trying to say. He did not. So the White House is lying, and they added words to a video and audio we all saw. saw. Right. We all saw. But this, this is why what we talked about in the first segment. Why no one really, I mean, nobody I know, really trusts any news outlet right now. I don't. Factcheck.org is part of the Annenberg Public Policy Center of the University of Pennsylvania. So there's another There's another one for the uh, failed academy, Joe. Uh, their motto is research and engagement that matters. I know what news outlet all of us are going to be able to trust. I don't know if you guys heard this, but NPR. Mm-hmm. has decided to launch a disinformation reporting team. Oh, boy. That's who I am going to go to. Whatever happened to uh, former President um, Obama doing some sort of disinformation thing for the White House? Wasn't that a story a couple of months ago where there he was oh. going back to work to combat disinformation? I'm, not, I'm, I'm and, vaguely recalling that. And I haven't heard anything since then. Repeat it. Uh, play it once more, because I have another observation. Let me repeat the, the, the video. Yeah. Here we go. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Okay. Repeat the line. He's he's saying that as though that's part of the speech he's supposed to read. Correct. Yeah, repeat you got to admit he's good. Yeah. He, he's yeah. good at that. Yeah. 
And it's small potatoes compared to the trouble this country's in. But it it is a but glimpse. But it's terribly revealing. Yes. It's terribly revealing. Yes. But it's small potatoes compared to the trouble we're in with the oh. misery caused by environmentalists and the green movement really spreading misery, misery throughout this land. Joe, this Annenberg Public Policy Center, University of Pennsylvania, uh, they conduct and disseminate research, staging conferences, and hosting policy discussions. Its scholars have addressed the role of communications in politics, science, adolescent behavior, child development, health care, suicide prevention, civics, and mental health, among other important areas. So it makes it sound like they uh, research and discuss these things, but it seems as though they're trying to... They're just a, a a PR firm. Well, they're party the to Democratic, a lie here. They're a party to a lie. They're a PR firm for the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. They're trying to shape public opinion, not study it. Mm-hmm. Wow. They have uh, the researchers have drafted materials that have helped policymakers, journalists, scholars, constituent what's that constituents? word? Constituents. Yeah, groups and the general public better understand the role that the media plays in their lives and the life of the nation. Mm-hmm. These guys are Dummies. criminals. <laughs> You're aware that Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, mm-hmm. bought a bleep load of stock. Sure am, Joe. How'd uh, that work out After for he got wind of uh, some legislation that would have enhance the bleep load of stock Wait, he bought. No, she told us that she didn't give him any information, though, Joe. Well, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi abruptly left her weekly press conference yesterday when a reporter asked about her husband's oh, controversial stock transactions. Really? Toward the end of the press conference, a reporter asked Pelosi whether her husband, Paul Pelosi, has ever made a stock transaction based on information she's provided him. The suggestion underlying the question is that Pelosi, whose net worth is an estimated $100 million, has benefited from information to which Speaker Pelosi is privy as a high-ranking member of Congress. Over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information he has received from you, the reporter asked. She got up and left. Uh, Over the course of your career, uh, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information he has received from you? What are you saying? Uh, over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you've received from you? No, absolutely not. Okay. Thank you. She bends the microphone down into the podium mm-hmm. as if so that n- no one else is going to be able to hear anything else she's saying. These people have nothing to do with us. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Joe, you know what I like to say? We're being poorly led. I like to say that, um, too. <laughs> forgive my ignorance on the matter. That's against the law, right? Yes. Well, That's called insider trading. Kenny, where's the, that's investi- what, where's that, the investigation? Who's that's, no investigator? Right. Biden? <laughs> Gentlemen, that's what Martha Stewart went to prison for. Mm-hmm. Who, who, somebody has to initiate an investigation here. We, we, and not that fact-checking jackasses. Ooh, this but, can't go on. Kenny, we're too busy with January 6th right now. We got we got too much on our plate. 
We have too many. Well, you're making guy, light of this, that Chris. That guy tried to ask the question. That's true. We're making light of it, but this is very serious. Oh, absolutely. It's a federal crime, is it not? How did she get to be worth more than a hundred mil? Well, she bought that nice place in Florida because she got sick of California. It's just astonishing. Uh, they're, they're not even hiding it anymore. Nope. Isn't it the same gal that in the early days of the pandemic was busted with her mask off in a hair salon? Yep. Same one. A yep. hair salon that was supposed to be closed? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then oh, remember, goodness. ripped the hair salon because the video was released. The security footage of her was released. So it was their fault that she was... Well, we should have a January 6th hearing about her. Yeah. Oh, we can't, though. No, no, no. no. Is that ever going to lead anywhere? No, but somebody did point out, and I thought it was hilarious, season two of the January 6th should be a hoot. Season two. (laughs) Everyone around him begged him to say something, and he didn't. He He sat in the dining room at the White House and watched TV. What was he watching? Uh, Snoopy, Scooby-Doo or something. Rook, look, Axel's about to make a move. Yeah. The guy's brain stopped when he was seven years old. We don't need to turn this in. Yeah, well, Biden stopped when he was, what? 47. 40, 30. Or 37. We're being run by Jack. I do do love the fact that it it continues to be the message from from this particular woke movement is about change, about moving forward. You bleepers have been in office since the 70s. You haven't accomplished anything. Nothing. You've ruined everything. Well, we're deeper in debt. Yeah, the country is in ruins. And this green, this green movement is, is demoralizing the country. The country's worried about inflation, food, and gas. They're not worried about your electric cars. Yesterday's paper was there's a big piece about him taking executive action because nobody's getting on board with this, so he's going to push it through anyway. Well, if he's going to push it through if he's told to by somebody who's ever running the show. Who do you think he, does run the teleprompter for him? Well, those are just speech writers. Okay. Joe, Joe, I can't figure out if I should be worried about Biden testing positive for COVID or in the event that he passes away or nothing will change, right? I mean, he's already being run by the squad, so now they'll just openly run the country instead of from behind the curtain. You mean if something happened to him? Yeah. Yeah, and but Kamala has a worse approval rating than he does. She is so unlikable. No one can work for her. I don't know how the squad will handle her If in the event, uh, and I hope the event does not come to true, uh, in the event she becomes president, I don't know how the squad will handle her. She's apparently very difficult to, uh, to work with. Well, that's Because she's it. such a moron? Yeah. But that, yeah. That's, that's the end of the end, right? Mm-hmm. If that does happen. My God. And there's nothing in the Constitution or laws that we the country can just say, uh, no, 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 no. What this guy's got Hold up, wait a but minute. But then who's next in line? It's Pelosi, right? Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. She could get that up to $200 million just in two years, and she's left oh, as president. Welcome to Negative Friday, GLers. Uh, here's the thing about Biden, just as, a, as an aside here, he's had all the shots and all the boosters. But he's got 79 years going against him, and uh, I hope he survives, obviously. Well, I don't sure, of wish course. Ill no on this guy. Uh, but they're being, it's kind of interesting the way it's covered compared to the way Trump's COVID was covered, isn't it? Where he was being blamed for getting it. Well, it just, 
Right. You know, and I, then, I agree with you. Yes. And then blamed for getting well. Yeah. Damn um, it, he recovered. Yeah. But he's in isolation after this positive test. But by isolation, he he's not out on the Potomac on his pontoon, is he? No, he's, he's staying he's in the White House. They not got doing him in what, a room. Okay, not doing what I would do. He's doing his work in his little, yeah. In his he does room. not have Kenny's COVID plan. No. Here, here's the quote: "I'm doing well, getting a lot of work done." Biden said. The faint sound of an ice cream truck jingling in the background. Did <laughs> stop at the White House? I wonder. I don't know. Let me go to the jump. <laughs> The faint sound of an ice cream truck. Yeah, in the distance. Uh, and in the mean, And the quote continuing, and in the meantime, thanks for your concern and keep the faith. It's going to be okay. He doesn't, by the sound of it, he does not appear to have a serious bout. No. And he's, and he's double boosted. Yep. I'm only single boosted. I have hesitancy about the double boost. Because you had a bad reaction, correct? Both times. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I remember that. I don't want to do that again, but I don't want to get the... You know, that long-haul COVID is terrifying. Yeah. It's just terrifying. I My heart goes yeah. out to people who suffer from that. You you mentioned being poorly led. Have you guys um, no, witnessed... No, you did. And then I said I like that's to true. think that that's way, true. too. Have you guys seen Governor Wall's latest television ad? I have not. Oh, God. Now what? And again, I, I whatever. Every second of it is is factually incorrect. What is it about? You know, basically the string of Governor Walls, Lieutenant Flanagan, you know, marching forward for a better Minnesota, blah, blah, blah. So, but <laughs> unemployment at its low. I thought, well, no, uh, you, you shut down everything. Everyone lost. Well, unemployment is very low in Minnesota but right my, now. My, my point being, every it's a, what, 30-second ad. None of it's true. Well, so unemployment like, is true. It's low in Minnesota. It's extremely low in Minnesota. So, Chris, when you hear the ad, are you like me yesterday? I'm not saying Walls had anything to do with that. Sure. But it's low in Minnesota. Okay, Joe. Okay. We we, we hear you. We got it. So yesterday when I'm reading the paper and I'm wrong, wrong, that's how you are. Except I did. No. No. (laughs) And that's why we were ripping Burke the other day, because he's gift-wrapping this election for these guys. let's go back to our screaming mayor. Joe, if unemployment is so damn low... How come how come everybody's hiring? How, how come nobody's showing up for work? How come people are quitting? How come uh, beds aren't being made in hotel rooms and sheets aren't being washed and you can't get somebody to work the drive-through and nobody's going to work at the fair and Right. Uh, I don't know. Is it a matter of the unemployment rate is Oh boy, I'm really going to get us in a mess here. The unemployment rate is calculated by the number of people that are on unemployment. I don't know. All right. Yeah, new topic. <laughs> Abortion. Hey, call now. Call me now. <laughs> Morally and intellectually corrupt. Longtime UCLA prof retires due to woke takeover of academia, the failed academy. A longtime UCLA professor has announced that he is retiring due to the woke takeover of higher education. Adding, I strongly suspect that mainstream U.S. higher education is morally and intellectually corrupt beyond the possibility of self-repair. The failed academy. Mm-hmm. I'm a professor retiring at 62 because the woke takeover have higher education has ruined academic life. UCLA professor Joe Manson wrote in a blog post earlier this month. The professor went on to explain that for decades, the anthropology department was peaceful, cohesive, 
and intellectually inclusive until the late 2000s, until gradually, one higher at a time, practitioners of critical, i.e. far-left postmodernist anthropology, arrived to comprise the department's most influential clique. These militant faculty recruited even more extremely militant graduate students to work with them, Manson said. The professor also touched upon the public torment and humiliation one of his colleagues, P. Jeffrey Brantingham, had received despite being a standard issue liberal Democrat himself. Uh, the professor went on to say that even though Jeff stopped attending faculty meetings and in every other way accepted his punishment of permanent ostracism, his tormentors weren't finished with him as a professor tried to organize a mob to demand the professional destruction of Brantingham. Uh, Jeff remained a popular and powerful hate figure in the department's woke faction, Manson said. Not only was Jeff ostracized, he was, unpers he was unpersoned. I don't know what this guy did. Uh, Manson, well, anyway, it's a prof who's saying it's over. And we we kind of knew that prof. And that was UCLA? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Isn't UCLA the one that had the, uh, that got busted for all the fake tuition with the celebrities? I think that was USC. Or it was USC, I'm sorry. US, UCLA is a public school. USC is a private, private school. private, that's right. Uh, but uh, UCLA and I think, who joined the Big Ten? Both of them did. UCLA and USC? Well, they're going to in 24. Well, see, California has laws where you can't uh, you can't do California business in states that don't adhere to California's moral view of life. So if you're, uh, uh, if, if U.S., I think in Indiana, abortion might be outlawed. So if you're UCLA and you're scheduled to play at Indiana in football, they don't know what they're going to do yet. Wait, I did not know that about California. They've got all kinds of laws affecting California legislators and public workers who are not allowed to travel to other states on California's dime if those states do not adhere to California's uh, unmoralistic view of so the world. So is this why everyone raised a stink when Newsom was spotted vacationing in Montana? Yes, because Montana is one of the states that does not meet California's criteria for wokeness. And that's why it makes that state so awesome. <laughs> but it's, according to the residents, they're slowly headed that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I, I got a piece of... So uh, don't put away that uh, Manson piece yet, Such. I saw you set it aside. Do you think he got out knowing that he was going to be run out? Probably. A la Brett Weinstein at Evergreen College. Uh, Weinstein, I think it was in 2007, um, he objected to... It was a thing with um, uh, oh, an all black day on campus. Or yeah, something. it was a day of abstinence where pe white people were supposed to stay away, and he objected to that and said it uh, established a dangerous, uh, dangerous precedent. And you know, within a couple of weeks, he was run out of there. Reavers, look up P. Jeffrey, R. E. Y. P. Jeffrey Lewis Brantingham, B. R. A. N. T. I-N-G-H-A-M. This uh, Manson professor who's resigning is citing as one of his reasons the, uh, the uh, sorrow he feels for his colleague, P. Jeffrey Brantingham. He what the hell did he do? paleontologist. Uh... Oh, no, he probably called boy dinosaurs boys, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, his subfield is archaeology. Oh my oh, God! Yeah. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was misgendering bones. Yeah. 
I would I'm trying to it. see a news story uh, involving him, and I'm not coming up with anything here. The far left, they're eating their own. They really are. Wow. Uh, Those who... Um, George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley, affirmed, did you read this, affirmed Manson's concerns, noting that those who dare to dissent are often forced into resignation. And we've discussed this with colleges all over the country where, you know, as shortly as 10 years ago, you, they would bring in dissenting opinions on purpose. They would study them. Mm-hmm. Well, this Manson goes on to say he doesn't think these colleges are a worthwhile setting in which to spend any time at all. Or money. Do you find anything, Chris? I, I, the only thing I can find uh, citing a news story is just what Joel just read. Is That's because that's he's tied to that same story. That's well, the only thing I can how find. How can you not jump to the conclusion that he got run out of there? Because of misgendering. Is that what you well, that's, presume? We don't know that. but what, and It's a failed it, academy. It's not useful. It's not useful. It's a failed academy when identifying a gender is referred to as misgendering. You can't... We don't know that that's why he got uh, I know, but it's, wouldn't you say it's pretty safe to assume? Might be. It might be. Or presume. Schmelz Countryside has the family of great <laughs> Volkswagen SUVs in stock, including the brand new Taos. Oh, the Tiguan, and the family-sized seven-passenger Atlas with its 5,000-pound towing capacity, IQ Drive Advanced Safety System, all-wheel drive. These are fabulous vehicles. Schmelz Countryside is a multi-generational dealership in Maplewood on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. It's run by the same family that has been running it for more than 50, 60 years. I've shopped there. In fact, I'm a multi-generational shopper there in my own family, and I will continue to. The only way Schmelz can compete with these huge companies that own 15 different stores is by providing excellent customer service and maintaining those relationships that they've had over the 50-plus years. Uh, Great, great location, great service, and great people. You can find out the inventory for yourself at SchmelzVW.com. Uh, you know what I saw today, and it made me pine. For I had an R32. I had a 2008 R32. I wish I still had it. Uh, I saw the previous generation R32 today, Volkswagen R32. Really? I think Volkswagen came out with an R32 in about 04, and I saw one today. You've seen it. And then it. they did it again in 08. I wish they'd do it again. I'd be standing in line at Schmelz. <laughs> what, what went wrong there? And didn't you replace it with a pickup truck? No, I replaced it with an Alfa Romeo. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. uh, find out more at SchmelzVW.com. DK Mags is a full-service gun shop in New Brighton and on the web at DKMags.com. We all know responsible gun owners always lock up their firearms, and DK Mags has all varieties of gun locks to keep those firearms safe and inaccessible or inoperable to those who shouldn't touch them. DK Mags, they buy unwanted firearms from individuals and estates, so keep that in mind if you're thinking about thinning the collection. DK Mags also offers storage options for firearms if you need that. 
uh, option. DK Mags 443 Old 8 in New Brighton. Uh, they have a wonderful staff and a great selection. Very fair prices. Check out the other location, Monticello Pawn and Gun. You'll find electronics, tools, and a variety of crazy and unusual items. Monticello Pawn and Gun, they're hiring right now, so give them a call if you need a gig. 763-295-6955 or stop in, shop, or fill out an application. 1219 Highway 25 South in Monticello. Hey, donate today to Minnesota Youth on Course. It's a 5013C nonprofit, and donations are tax deductible. You can support the 10,000 plus members of Minnesota Youth on Course, allowing them to play golf at over 100 courses across the state for $5 or less. A $100 donation provides four new memberships to Youth on Course or subsidizes 20 rounds of golf. A donation will also support putting MNYOC members through college since 2025 local seniors were awarded college scholarships through Youth on Course. To donate to Minnesota Youth on Course, go online and visit mngolf.org foundation. Patrick is on the road, headed towards Cooperstown for the induction of Jim Cotton. Tony Oliva, where are you? Uh, we're in pretty good shape. We're uh, probably uh, 100 miles or more into New York. We started in Toronto this morning. It took a while to get out of Toronto, but uh, we're rolling now. We'll be staying in beautiful downtown Utica tonight. Oh, yeah. And uh, Because we can't afford to stay in Cooperstown and then go in tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning they have some stuff, then they have the parade, and then uh, the twins are having a little party for uh, the pony and uh, got uh, tomorrow night, and then Sunday one thirty, which is twelve thirty back home, uh, have the ceremony. There's six or I think there's seven guys this year, so uh, I don't know what the batting order is for the. Uh, when Tony and uh, and Cot will uh, appear, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's fantastic. I've never been to Utica. Uh, well, uh, here's a story. You remember the great Bob Fowler, right? Sure. Bob, uh, you know, owned the baseball team in Utica. He bought a minor league team in Utica, put together this group to uh, buy it, ended up selling it for uh, quite a bit of money, got himself in a comfortable position. I had a friend who gave him five thousand and got ninety three thousand back when Bob sold it. So wow. that was a pretty good investment. Yeah. But uh Bob of course died of ALS, unfortunately, not long after he gave it up. But his son Robbie has become a prominent stayed and ran the baseball team for a while and has become a prominent citizen in uh Utica, has got some kids, grandkids. I'm going to see him tonight, Robbie. So, uh, he's, you know, his dad and I were really close. So uh, I'm interested. I remember him when he was a two-year-old kid. So yeah, that'll yeah. That'll be fun. So. Uh, well, it's a shame you can't stay nope. in Cooperstown, but it has become cost prohibitive. Yeah, as I pointed out, Joe, the, the hotel I was in, which you could have shot off a machine gun and not wounded anybody in February, wants 800 a night for the three-month night minimum. Isn't that something? For this weekend, yes. I uh, would have advised you, you think, against firing a machine gun, by the way, just for the record. Yeah, yeah. You would think that uh, that they could the, the powers that be in Cooperstown could put enough pressure 
on people not to make it into a total ripoff, but apparently they can't do that. So The Twins anyway. will finally at last, long last, play tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, yes. they've. Uh, this is probably the longest break any team has had. I know it's by far the longest break the Twins have had during the season for the All-Star game, five days. There's only two of them that have taken a five-day break. I believe the Twins and the Angels are the two that are getting five days off. Detroit had to play a, a doubleheader Thursday in Oakland, so that's why they got today off. So that's why this series doesn't start till Saturday, and then it's Sunday. It's only a two gamer. Yeah, Pat. I hope but you're right. I hope Rocco doesn't put Buxton in the lineup on Sunday, so Joe has an utter meltdown on Monday <laughs> after getting five days off. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen if we don't hit swing the bats tonight, though? Our Saturday, we got Rusty. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rusty. very rusty. Yeah, yeah. rusty. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, the 3M uh, opens underway. Great weather, great crowds. Uh, Scott Piercy oh, led they, after day one. Are they reporting decent crowds? Well, I watched it on TV. They looked decent to me. Okay, good. Well, that's. Uh, I think maybe it's more an event than who's playing that, huh? Because they uh, the field isn't exactly great. Scott Piercy had his hot period about five. Uh, but they, it comes and goes for guys like him, and maybe now he's on one of his hot, uh, hot stretches. But uh, whatever, they can the, all hit is it? What happened to Jason Day's career? I think he started having babies, and paid too much attention to his kids, and <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think he took family interests, and that's always a bad thing for an offer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of tell the wife to, if I win, be there and have them run out on the grass when the green if they, when it's over. But beyond that, don't let them bother me. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. But, uh, I knew I do know that when he was single and he got the uh, post victory kiss, we all made sure we stayed and watched the end of that. Yes, so, very yeah. much so. Yes, she was. A, she was a. She is a very attractive young lady. But yeah, how's he? How did he play? Did he play well yesterday? No. Uh, Tony Finau's in contention. Tom Hoagie's in contention. Uh, Soon J.M. is in contention. Uh, a lot of people I've he, not he, heard of. He is the fat Korean, isn't he? Yes, he's a large fellow. I, I, yeah. I like him. He's the one I like. I like his game. He's got a great personality. And you can tell him from the other Kims because he outweighs him by about 70 pounds. That's right. That's, good. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, Pat, uh, I'm being blunt here. I'm blind. That's right. No, I know you are. I hey, you uh, are. Uh, Patrick, Oops. I was a little worried that you were going to get bored in uh, Utica tonight, so I started looking for some evening entertainment for you. Uh, I found two places. Uh, one of them is on uh, 104 Genesee Street. It's called Peepers. Um, it's uh, The uh, tagline is, always good music and the heating is excellent. And then okay. there's uh, another one close by in Frankfort, in New York, called VJ's Lounge, <laughs> yeah, which is a hard. very, very well-run club with a beautiful model-worthy, what is this? Oh, dancers. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. damn, dancers. Okay. Can I get a Diet Coke, young lady? <laughs> thanks, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> you, know, I, you know who else is staying in Utica? Who? The Save the Met guys on their last ever... Trip. You know, they've been making, ever since they lost the battle to, to kill the Metrodome, they've been making baseball trips last summer. 
And I don't think these guys can afford to go to Peepers, but I might see them there, too, and, uh, and, and Utica tonight. So the trouble with the Save the Met guys is if you meet them in the bar, you got to buy the drink. That's right. That's right. Even if you don't drink, you got to buy it. They have very short arms. Hey, Pat, the other day I was trying to think of the name Dontrell Willis. Remember that? Oh, yes. And in so doing, I mentioned Oil Can Boyd. Yes. And I got a note from a guy named Ty Herman. Do you know that name? Not really, no. Okay, well, he, he, he writes, on your MNST broadcast of July 18th, you were trying to think of a pitcher's name, which ended up being Dontrell Willis, but you stumbled onto Oil Can Boyd. It reminded me of many Oil Can stories. I was a teammate and roommate of his in the minor leagues. Really? Here's one that may, su- here's <laughs> one that may not surprise you, if you remember the can at all. Early in his career, I had long been released. The Red Sox came to play the Twins. Can was starting the game one of the series. He called me and asked me to give him a lift to the game as he didn't want to ride the bus. I went down to their <laughs> hotel and went up to his room. He answered the door and immediately called room service and ordered four Heinekens. I said, Can, I can't drink four Heinekens before we have to leave. He promptly said, No, man, two for you, two for me. <laughs> I said, I said, Can, you're starting tonight. Uh, he said, I'm too wired and need to calm down. Okay, after guzzling the two beers, he said, Now I'm too mellow and immediately did another substance of his choice. After that, he said, now I'm too high and brought out a third chemical of choice. He partook in that third item, pronounced himself just right, and went out and pitched a gem against the twins. That was Oil Can Boyd, a really good guy overall. He was just a little dependent on outside agents to get himself ready to pitch. I'm comfortable sharing this only because I'm probably not telling anything his book did. Did not. I have many other stories that make my limited and very mediocre minor league career seem better than it actually was. A, do I keep my name confidential? Ah, who cares? Uh, Ty Herman. That was a great email. I think we do have his. I need Ty Herman's phone number. I think we have it. So, Pat, I actually responded to him just saying how great of an email. Like, that's straight out of town ball, right? And he yes. told me another one that I won't go public with, but because I didn't <laughs> yes. know, I didn't know that oil can pitched for the Sioux Falls Canaries yeah. for a while too. Yeah, yes, he did. Yeah, yes. that is fantastic. On, on his way up, yes. Okay. Oh no, no, no. no I think no. it was after oh, he was done. Down. On his way oh, down. Oh, yeah. on his way he ended down. Up in the northern, he ended up in the northern league at the end, pitching for oh. five hundred a week or something yeah. like that. Oh, <laughs> so I, I bet. Think... Let's just yeah. put it this way. Let's just put it this way. In that story. Uh, to st- at least he played that game because in this one yeah. he didn't even get out of the clubhouse. <laughs> didn't make it. Huh? <laughs> I guess that isn't funny, is it? Well, well. It's, it's, it's almost as good as the Doc Ellis story when he oh. wakes up in L.A. and he's pitching that the first game of a doubleheader in San Diego after taking acid all night. That's yeah. pretty good too. Yeah. That's when baseball play. You know what? Bro? that's when they pitch complete games. That's right. That's what the Twins They didn't even need. know they were pitching a complete game. No, no, they didn't. The, the, guy, tw- the, the, pit, the manager would come out to the hook them and they'd say, who are you? <laughs> well, oh. you have fun in Utica, boy. Have a great time in Cooperstown. We will. Talk to you Monday. All right, very good. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, GLers, don't forget about my friends at Hofferman Water, Joe. 
Hofferman Water has been a proud participant of this particular program, and they are also an independent water treatment dealer offering sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems that include water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and of course, drinking water systems. A new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners just simply can't do. It will cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Listen, bad water can affect nearly every single aspect of your home. Your showers are going to become better with a new system from Connecticut and Offerman Water. Your laundry will become better, and not to mention your drinking water. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I have had two different Connecticut systems in both my previous home and my current home, and I'm going to tell you it's going to make an amazing difference in the quality of your water. Call them today, 952-894-4040, or just simply visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. That's Hofferman Water, proudly serving the state of Minnesota for nearly 50 years. Dearest Kenny, my name is Tiffany, and I'm a widow Come on. from Twin Valley, and I have three questions. Question number one, I hear you talking about the various kinds of sea foam, like the regular motor treatment, the high mileage, the Marine Pro, and the truck and SUV treatment. Be honest, is there really any difference? Tiffany, I have no idea. I just know I've used all of it in various cylinders with the same results. It solves all the solvable problems. I've used the Marine Pro in a pickup truck, the regular stuff in a two-stroke boat motor, and it's worked great all the time. Question number two, how much sea foam should I keep at home? This stuff is kind of expensive, so I only buy a few cans at a time, but then I run out right away and have to make another run to the NAC hardware store. Well, Tiffany, do what, do what I do. Buy seafoam in $100 increments. Buy $100 worth. Put your main stash in your garage or shop. Put a can or two in your daily driver. Then hide at least two cans in the Liberty Safe that you purchased from Maple Grove Log and Safe. So intruders or maybe your offspring can't take your last can. Confiscated. (laughs) Yeah. Third and final question. I'm a widow. Uh, Are you available to come to Twin Valley for a romantic weekend date? Please do not. Oh. Please do not read this last question on the air. Sincerely, Tiffany from Twin Valley. Well, I can answer that. It's a little sensitive. But, uh, Tiffany, according to my roommate, I am available to date you. Uh, But truthfully, uh, I'd rather have a talking frog. Me too. Seafoam, a wonderful product in a world of bad gas and lonely widows. I used deep creep last night and it worked. That was a real letter, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for listening, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Downey's got a prediction that I don't think is that far-fetched. This is going to bum Frequent us out, Frequent contributor it? Downey. It's not going to bum you out, uh, but you're, you're going to agree that it's plausible, given the way we're headed. Sure. May I offer an amateur GL prediction? The day is coming when First Avenue will cancel Prince. Come on. Decades ago... It. 
decades think about it. Yeah. Decades ago, it was the Tipper Gore and Jerry Falwell types who objected to the Purple One's overt sexuality and controversial nature. But how long before he gets called out for misogyny and maybe also for appropriating, exploiting, and profiting from LGBTQET plus minus asterisk culture? Lady, huh? you can't cab make this driver, stuff up, Downing knows. Won't you take wow. me for a ride? That's that's not far fetched. No, not at all. So many of his uh, those songs were uh, tawdry. Oh, tawdry is the right word. Yeah, and and appropriating different cultures, but misogynistic. How dare we have his handprint on the wall outside First Avenue? But it's or whatever prints. he's got he's there. He's got the star. Yeah. You got to go down there with a can of uh, red spray paint and just start Xing out every single star whose artist has ever said anything controversial. Uh, don't do that, by the way. I'm yeah, not encouraging don't do that. vandalism. Don't, don't, do that. Don't, don't do that. Leave First Avenue alone. That's a bad idea. Did you have any idea? Uh, I did not. That the St. Paul public libraries are so unsafe. I've seen many stories. As part of the new uh, public safety initiative in St. Paul, we're going to spend $1.5 million in federal dollars. So it's not your money, no, it's just no, no. federal dollars uh, for the public library system to enhance public safety. Uh, this is part of a new $10 million public safety initiative to reduce violent crime. And I bet it works, too. Sure. I bet this will work to reduce violent crime. So what's that crime. 1. 1.5? What are we getting for that, Joe? Uh, for the 1.5? Well, the library is not just a place to read books. It's a safe space and a community hub. Not everyone walks into the library to turn a page. St. Paul resident Princess Titus calls the building booming with books a healing space. One of the... uh, I don't know if I can stomach reading this. My family has been impacted by community gun violence about 12 years ago. I lost my son Anthony two weeks ago after his 16th... Two weeks after his 16th birthday, I'm sorry. Titus said the St. Anthony Park Library acts as a gateway to peace. And so I guess we're going to make sure that it remains that way and uh, and to protect people from trauma. <laughs> I, I didn't know the library uh, uh, had reached the point of where things could get traumatic. Remember there used to be just a, a lady with a gray hair and a bun who would uh, tell you to be quiet while you were reading a book. Could now this refer? Could it refer to books themselves, the content I, of books? I don't books? know. You're going to have safety specialists. you got to have a safety And you're going to have a library social worker. And uh, we're going to make sure that it remains uh, very safe and uh, and no one will have trauma in the library. Is this the same <clears throat> library in which Mayor Melvin Carter said, basically, if you have you know $17 million worth of library fines, don't worry about it? It was one of his first acts. Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that for you. Mm-hmm. You said something yesterday that's been um, on my mind quite a bit, and it's something of basic. I can't. I'll paraphrase you, but First Avenue is basically imploding upon itself. But pretty soon, they won't be able to function and be open for business. We're seeing that across the board with everything, where the left has become so insane, and they're going after their own um, that everything now is under their microscope in their sights. And pretty soon, everything they stand for is just going to implode. And the Chappelle first line, uh, what's it called? What's that place called? The Varsity w- Theater? No, the music venue. Fine Line? Oh, First Avenue. First Avenue, yeah. yeah. The Chappelle First Avenue stories made made national and world news. Sure. Well, he's yeah, a- and, and Dave wins. 
And he said, I'd be a lot more impressed with these people if there were any blacks among them. <laughs> but it was all prematurely gray-haired 42-year-old women who own a cloth bag of some wow. variety. And they already hate themselves yeah. so much that they don't mind that and they won't protest. No, not a bit. <laughs> not a bit. And the rest of us are laughing so hard because it's funny as I, hell that we don't care. I guarantee you, and Kenny pointed this out yesterday, that the, the varsity is roughly, what, half the size of 700, yeah, 700 capacity. I guarantee if Chappelle wanted to, he could sell out another... Ten shows there. Well, why isn't he at the Target Center? Oh, I remember uh, now. This, yeah, these were clubs. just these were spontaneous pop up shows. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know what he's doing in this neck of the woods, but he decided to do some pop up shows. But in most cases, and I don't know the history here, most cases um, venues and promoters bid on acts, mm-hmm. and the highest bidder gets them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are various clubs around town. If in fact they're run by different promoters. Uh, those talent buyers have to put in a bid. The highest bid wins. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpuma, South Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldWideWaftage.com. We got one thing that happened today. That's it? July 22nd. In all these years, one thing. Oof. On this day. Today is July 22nd. In 1850. The steamboat Yankee proves that the Minnesota River is navigable by traveling for 300 miles upstream from Fort Snelling. Hmm. Upstream? I uh, See, I'm having trouble picturing that. Wait a minute. How Say that again? Upstream? Say that again? The steamboat Yankee proves that the Minnesota River is navigable by traveling for 300 oh. miles upstream oh, from oh, Fort Minnesota. Snelling. Oh, the Minnesota. Okay. Where does that huh. end up? Oh, it's over in western Minnesota. It goes through the reservation and it goes, you know. Does that go all the way to Canada? It goes west and doesn't it, it, the Red River flows into it, does it not? Geez, I shut down my map. Why would you ask me a question like this? 300 miles upstream. Well, in this case, upstream is to the west and northwest. But it'd be still upstream. It's kind of like salmon. Salmon swim upstream. But doesn't the Red River flow north? Oh, God. Oh. At Fargo? Doesn't it flow north? Oh, the, the emails you are going to come We are not moving on until we find this oh. out because we are going to get 10,000 emails. My good computer is shut Red down river. now, you meathead. Well, Why turn it back on. I'm looking it up. The Red River is a river in the north central United States and central Canada, originating in the confluence of the. Oh, boy. Boy, to sue it on her tail between the. The, the, the Red River of the North. I'm following it now. It flows north. Forming most of the ultimately, <clears throat> to all right. Wapiton. It empties into Lake Winnipeg, which is obviously well. Then north, it has to flow north, whose waters join the Nelson River and ultimately flow into Hudson Bay. That's north. Bingo. I got that. Oh. Well, uh, while you guys are studying the, the Red River, is about eight hundred and eighty-five oh. kilometers, mm-hmm. five hundred fifty miles long, mm-hmm. of which three hundred and ninety-five are in, in the United States, and one hundred and fifty-eight are in Canada. Right. While you guys are figuring that out, I'm just going to ask GLers if they're going to plan on doing any bicycle riding this weekend on their electric bikes from EcoFun Motorsports. The uh, two new stores, one in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of 35, and the other, the brand new store that just opened uh, in the month of June in Burnsville. 
right off 35W, just south of Pont America on the Frontage Road. We're talking about Vespa scooters, Moto Guzzi motorcycles, high-end Aprilia motorcycles. They're now a Piaggio USA dealer. Uh, not to mention all of those little gas-powered scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure. I love paying for gas when I'm on my Yamaha scooter that EcoFund services for me. It's whatever change you have in your pocket. There you go. That's all you need. And you're going to get, even if you only have a buck and a half, you're going to get 50 miles. There you go. Before you have to worry about it again. Uh, great youth recreational equipment. The electric bikes, 25 different types, and they'll fit you properly. The, the youth ATVs, other great recreational equipment, great service, great people. Uh, it's EcoFun Motorsports. Uh, the website is really informative. Check that out at EcoFunMotorsports.com. But two locations. Up north, just get off 35 at Highway 97 in Forest Lake and go west for about two blocks, and there it is. And in Burnsville, uh, just off 35W, south of Pawn America on the Frontage Road. EcoFun Motorsports. I've made it as far as Montevideo. Have you ever tried to follow a river on your phone? Nope. Um, well, I probably have. I like the maps. And dealers, do us a favor. The Googles. Send the email to gljoe yeah, at don't, garagelogic.com. Don't address the whole staff and call us dummies. It's all his fault. He's the one that brought well, it up. I, I, now it's going back east again. Holy crap. Why don't you do the Minnesota River? That's what I'm following, oh. you dimwit. What, what does it hook up to? <laughs> well, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, I wonder, if you, well, you, know, you, you stay on that, and we'll, we'll tune in with you Monday to see how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah. Keep the dummy busy. You start the show on Monday, and Kenny goes, now I'm taking okay, a left at Montevideo. I'm in Manitoba. So at the end of the 300 miles, did it say where it landed? It did not. Because that, that would have been helpful. And if you want to give us updates on maybe your personal river that's in your town, which way that flows. GLers, thank you very much. Please do that. And GLers, uh, we have one final announcement on this show, and I know Joe and Kenny are eagerly awaiting this. GLers, we're looking for your help during the Minnesota State Fair. We are? Don't you dare do that. We're hiring right now. Don't, Chris. Don't. Don't don't do that. No, I'll take the blame. I'll take how far up. Oh, keep, keep go going. ahead and do it. Keep going. Up, oh, upstairs? You'll oh. be able to meet the GL crew, Chris get talk, free entry Joel. and transportation into the fair, and meet plenty of other GLers. We are looking Hell for yes. enthusiastic, <laughs> detail-oriented, personable, and outgoing people. If that's you or somebody you know, apply right now at garagelogic.com. Keyword, work. I somehow ended up on the Chippewa River. I don't know where I turned off. But... Oh. Uh, there we go, GLers. Thank you very much. Keyword work at garagelogic.com. And also, as long as you're online, head on over to the Garage Logic YouTube page where you can hit that subscribe button and join the thousands of GLers that are enjoying daily content that's being provided at YouTube, the Garage Logic YouTube page, that is. And follow us along on our social media channels, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and PodMN for your smart device where you, yes, you, have the chance to win prizes. Just in time for the end of the show. My eye drops have worn off. I can see again. Well, that's good. Yeah. How did you see before? Cloudy. Hmm. Partly cloudy? Yeah. Okay.